on me. All they want what I'm doing. Every day in the studio. Every day in the studio. Every day, no fully shit. In the streets with the ease on. In the streets with the hoodie up. This is play no games. As you can see, I don't have cost with me. You know, more melanin on the show, mm -hmm. you know. But he'll be in another show, you know, as I told you guys before, cost is busy, but we got the truth on here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got yes, the sir. we got my truth yes, in the sir. building today. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Um we'll just say, um I don't like to cap. No cap. I'm a new listener, new artist, not new, new artist, new fan. Thank you, man. And everyone's appreciated. Oh, oh, oh! I and I have questions. And yes, I have questions. sir. Um, but before we get into that, I just want to just start off by saying thanks for coming on the show. You know, yeah. this is as we as I've told everyone, this is a show for us to you know beat the narrative, mm -hmm. have a solution, and have some real talk as guys. Exactly. And thank you for having me. I truly appreciate it. Oh man, hundred percent. Oh. All right, you know, I'm kind of feeling a little. Uh, yes. I should have brought you know my little Chico chain. <laughs> it's the, all good, man. You got the goat chain on me. I'm almost, I'm almost to where it's gonna be just flooded out. I'm, I'm getting there. Y'all see this? Y'all see this? It's close. He flexing on me. Hey, it's close. Hey, 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 I just bought a house. Okay. Hey, now that's huge right there. Just, Congrats uh, on that. Yeah. I don't even, I don't got a house yet. Hey, hey, yet. There we go. <laughs> I'm about to, I'm yeah. about to get Next you. year I'm gonna have one of them things though. Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, before we get into any of the content that I am, you know, the greatest at, you know, the modern day hitch myself. Mm -hmm. But before we get into that, I really want for anyone else who doesn't know who you are. Yeah. To know who you are. And I would just say just starting out with your thing that you have out right now. It's not even a thing. It is vibe. Streaming right now on all of streaming platforms: yes. YouTube, Apple Music, uh, Spotify, say that. Um, say that. SoundCloud. Yeah, all them. Things. We on there. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. SoundCloud, I, I haven't got it on SoundCloud because SoundCloud ain't cut a check yet for none of my <laughs> old music. So I'm not trying to. Be, I'm never one to be that guy. But you know, I put in. I've been in music. Is I started in 2015. So, yeah, five years now, almost at six. And, man, for years I was blessing SoundCloud with the grinding music. And, man, they just, I was like, man, how do you, like, but, again, I do all my stuff myself. So mm -hmm. it was probably a lack of knowledge on my end, too. But I really didn't know. I'm like, bro, where does the money come from in all this? Yeah, yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, I would love to do it for free, yeah. but I'm not really at that you know, at that level yet to where I just need to just keep on. And I started getting a, some sort of a fan base. I was like, bro, I need to start making something off of it. So that's where the stopping on the SoundCloud. <laughs> but I still got like two songs on SoundCloud. Those are like, I keep, I kept the, the two like that kind of meant the most to me. So Ooh. I think one, the, yeah, came up from nothing. That one's my very first one. I ever ever dropped and it was in October of 2015 I believe and still to this day it hasn't even touched over I think it's sitting at like 13k and that's that's like ridiculously a small amount for what I felt it should have been but no you know, no, no. That was talk your shit one. talk your shit talk so, your shit and then I have another one 
that uh, what is it? It's called Please, I believe. Is it Please or is it? Yeah, it's Please, and that one I think has like probably like three thousand plays. Like it's it's a bunch of low key, you know. But it, I, the reason I kept them is because when I do mm. get to the the gunner stage and the little baby stage, they're oh. gonna be like, bro, this these songs is on SoundCloud. Like Cuddy was sitting right there, and I would be like, all right, all right, you know, right. like it's a giving. I have a whole plan behind. I'm gonna go right back to him when I get mm-hmm. big, big. But I can't wait. Well, it's gonna be a humbling moment. This is why this is why I love the shit that I do. Like I have uh-huh. so many. Like I got notes, of course, but it's kind of like you kind of answer so many of the questions I wanted. Cause I was like, you know, what was your first, you know, record? Cause I know when I was looking back, cause. I was like, all right, let me, you know, make sure I'm doing my You're homework. You're like, bro, he came out in 2019. I was like, let me yeah. do it. I was like, let me do my homework. I'm pretty sure. Uh-huh. Like, I ran into that music video that you had with Oh Boy, and you were featuring. Oh, my God. That's T.G. Tyler Gordon. Man. Yeah. <laughs> let me just put it like this before we go any further. Tyler <laughs> Gordon was the first and only, mm-hmm. I think. No, not only. First, they, but he was the first person to put me on the stage. That video, yeah, that turned up, kind of, that was my first time ever touching that. I was really? nervous in a mug. And it was for a music video. like, And he was like, because he, he was the one with the buzz. Like, I kid you not, like, mm-hmm. we, it was Mark Rattle's show. And I remember, like, I was just, you know, excited. Just, you know, I was like, you know, I'm finally about to touch the stage, you know, and... But I kid you not, he had like all the girls, all the fans at the front. Like, and this is Mark Battle Show, but we were in the Roseland and we're walking in the front area and people knocking on the windows yeah, about yeah, Tyler yeah. Gordon. And I was just like, I'm sitting there like, <laughs> I'm not, you know, confused, but I'm like, whoa, I'm like, what? You know, and yeah, then yeah. I realized, I'm like, man, when you get on that stage, like, you're in full control. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. you got to really control a crowd. You know, it's it's not easy though. Let me say that it's definitely it's a mm. lot of nerve. You know, to even do it's not. You know, it seems easy when you yeah. if you watch a concert and see a person just get up there, but that feeling before the stage, you like I still even get it, and I you know I've been on stage plenty of times, but man, that it, so it's, that was your first time. That you was my sure? very first time. I had a totally different experience like watching that music video because like you had the whole like all right. <clears throat> got me for the feature look like you know yeah. he, you know he, like, i was like All if right. you yeah if you look at the video when i was rapping like i was like trying not to look at the camera i was smile i was i was spooked like i was shy than a mug i was like bro i was like what is uh I was like, what's happening? Like, it's all moving too fast. Like, I ain't even shot my first music video. Yeah. But I thank him dearly. Like Tyler yeah. Gordon, like bro, he threw me in. He was mm-hmm. like, bro, come on. He's like, you're tight. Like Come on, like let's just you know, let's just get it in, and I ain't turned back since. So hey. whenever I get that 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 big moment, like I'm gonna definitely get in contact with him, and and I'm a blessing. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna find. I'm gonna get a hold of him somehow because we don't mm. really talk too much because he moved to uh, I think Utah. Yeah, but he's still doing the music stuff. But just he, I just so he know when it when it comes time, I'm gonna go ahead mm. and bless him for real. So would you say that he was one of the people that inspired you to do music? Uh, no, he was just a dude that I met, you know, mm-hmm. I had my boy, uh, AJ that was, you know, he was starting his video stuff and I was starting my music stuff and we yeah. just happened to start at the same time. And Tyler Gorham was the dude he was shooting a video for and yeah, he yeah. hit me. He's like, Hey bro, this little kind of, he's kind of buzzing out here a little bit. He's like, you should come. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, and I, I'm not gonna lie. At first, I thought he was gonna be Hollywood. I was like, nah, I was like, I'm good, bro. I'm not about to get clowned on. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not about to go look look stupid in front of nobody, bro. So, but I ended up going, and he was cool, and he was like, show me some of your music. So I showed him some weak stuff, honestly. That I, you know, well, obviously it was my first few songs, you know, and sure enough, he uh. He was like, yeah. He was like, bro. He's like, let's make a song. I was like, oh, I was like, all right. And yeah, he was a, he's a cool dude. And I ended up, I don't have it up anymore, but my very first tape, uh, Feeling Like a King, which is off SoundCloud, and it hasn't came back up. I was, people have asked me to put it back up, but I just don't know yet. But I actually put Tyler on one of the songs. I was yeah. like, that was, you know, what I could do, you know, my way of saying thank you. You know, I had a lot of nice promotion that happened with it. And yeah, so yeah, he's gonna get he's gonna get that blessing, you know. I'm not ever gonna forget about that. I see. I see. This is for me as mm-hmm. just a fan. This is. I'll give you an example. I'm gonna say this on camera. I wasn't a Roddy Rich fan when he came out. I hated on the box. I said the box is horrible. <laughs> no, in the club, I was just like, no. I was like, I was like, this nigga's trash. Yeah. And then you know. It grew on me, it grew on me. And then what really like changed my perspective of like his music was mm-hmm. when um the box was like number one. I forgot it was between like um Selena Gomez and Justin Beamer. They were like trying to like do all this capping stuff. I didn't respect that at all. Exactly. By any means. And when he was like and he was like, Go stream their stuff, I instantly became a fan. I was like, That's that big brain stuff where I'm just like, I love That's them. like that's real and realistically like it was to me more than him just supporting. That's really like, to be honest mm. with, that's how niggas are. Like that's how colored, you know, you know. I know how people try to throw whites against blacks, but that's really how we are. Like black people are mm. always about showing love. Now there's a few ignorance out there, but like when I seen that, I was like, bro, come on, bro, it don't get no better than that. He's sitting like, you ain't got it, like. Yeah. D- Let's just say Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez are the two biggest pops artists of like kind of this generation. And for them to be, you know, no disrespect if I ever, if I get big and they see this in the future, for them to have been on social media like dead ass crying about Roddy Rich having number one, a Mm -hmm. new artist, like you would think they would have been the ones been like, go stream him first because they have been doing this since we were kids. Yeah, yeah, Justin yeah. Bieber's been famous since he was 12 years old. You know, like what he's already had number one records when he was like 14 and 15. So to see someone like Roddy Rich, and Roddy Rich is two years younger than me. Let me just add that in there. Like, <sighs> Cuddy, I don't know where. And that makes me regret not starting music earlier and taking it more mm. serious because it could have been, I could have been where I wanted to be. You talk know, talk that, talk that. And to see like all these artists. Like, all these artists that are getting big are, like, 19, 20. Mm-hmm. Lil Pump was 16. Yeah. I hate that he got in, but, you know, it's whatever. Yeah, 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 Mad yeah. respect to him, all power, but, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because, uh, hey, we're not there yet. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pop Smoke, he was about to run run shit. I'm not going to lie. He wasn't the greatest to me, but I just seen the direction he was going. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. he was just making music nobody else was making. It's the easiest way to get in there. Right there. I you was, know? yeah. It's like, he was on beats that nobody was on. You know, he was about to take it there. But I, that's funny you said how you felt about the box. Because <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I'm going to just put it like this. I 
honestly, like, and I'm saying this in the most humble way, I probably think I have the best ear when it comes to music because I listened to that album all the way through the first the first night it came out. You know, I don't ever give my opinion on shit the first time I hear it. Mm -hmm. I listened to it, and I was like, in my head, I'm like, mm, it was cool. Then the second day, I went back, and I heard the box. I was like, damn, like, I'm not going to count. I'm like, this is like, this making me move, kind of like, you know, this got a little bop to it. <laughs> I pulled up and work, because I was working at the catering company, and the other dude I was working with, his name is Mike. Okay, okay. And... I was like, Cuddy, I was like, did you hear the box? I was like, I don't know if I'm just the only one, but I was like, I really like that shit is hot. And I always say, I tell, I tell my girl this, I'm like, the best songs are the songs that grow. Like they almost, they don't force you to like them, but they grow. Like, yeah, it goes from not liking it and it just slowly progresses. And all of a sudden you're like, okay, like this is, this is that work. Like, and you really listen to like the everything like i'm gonna just put it like this for him to have made the for him to have created the most catchy thing in the world mm -hmm. on a song himself like to go back mm -hmm. like something that wasn't even a part of the beat and just to be thinking in the back of your head like hold on let me go like who <laughs> thinks of that like you know like that was when i heard that Cause I was thinking the I was thinking the producer did. I was like, bro, that shit is hard. I didn't know Roddy Rich went back himself. He was like, oh. bro, the beat, like, yeah, I don't know if you heard that, no, but no, no, no. I, cause I watch a ton of it. I've watched interviews all day on rappers, all uh, especially the ones that are popping now. Cause I'm yeah. trying to figure out how yeah, they yeah. move. Man, for like when I heard he was the one, like the song was like done, mm -hmm. but that part wasn't there, and he was like, hold on, he was like, I think something's missing, and he just went back and did that. I'm like. One, what in God's name made you think of making that sound? Like, really think, would you mm -hmm. ever, you know, make, uh, you know, mm -hmm. uh, that's just w crazy to me. I was like, oh, he's definitely something special. And then I was like, oh, he has dropped probably the first album for me that I can just go song one all the way down and not even skip. As a, I, two things for you. I agree with you so much. Like, I think a song that grows on you, that's a timeless song. I think the box will always be a timeless song. And then, and then like what you're talking about, of just like, it just hit me. We're just kind of like, he was kind of like, you just throw that stuff in there. Like sometimes in therapy, like you come with these plans, you come with plans and things like that. And then like your client says something and you're just kind of like, nah, do this. And, oh my and gosh. that, and those things you, when you're just kind of like, that really hit for you it's just like great another another thing i forgot to add no, is go that ahead. he freestyles i didn't i i he freestyles dude goes in and, and like he doesn't one take but he goes in and just punches in so i'm like one you're not even writing i that must be a common thing because my little cousin from compton mm. he just got flown out here uh to record because i'm working you know helping him build and stuff like that and I noticed, because he's from Compton, or L.A., same thing, kind of. Our family's from both of those areas. Yeah. But they both lived in L.A. and Compton. But he got in the booth. And, dude, like, I kid you not, like, I, I sit there with my phone, but, like, I have to get in the groove so it don't sound like I'm reading. He just sit, like, he just be there, like, with his his arms down, like, no phone, no nothing. He's, like, 18, too. I, like, and he just, I'm like, 
You know, I'm like, what? I'm like, so you, I was out, I'm like, bro, do you write it? And then he was like, no, nah, I just wrap it in my head and then I just remember it. And I'm thinking, how do you remember that? You know, that's a talent. And I don't know if everybody, uh, you know, I, I swear it might be a Compton thing because I, I just don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. I could never get in the booth. I'm not going to say never, but I physically right now mentally cannot get in the booth and put my phone down and remember what I wrote. Even if I read the writing right yeah. before I do it, I can't. To me, to me, once again, because I'm becoming more, 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 becoming more of a fan. Like I think for me, what got me into your music because I, the, my favorite songs you have done is vibes, and then you when you're featured on Haters with Benji. <laughs> oh, Benji, yeah, yeah Lady yeah. Benji, yeah, 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 humble dude, man, because. I something just tells me where it's kind of like this is I don't think this is a Kevin Durant line but it's like hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard mm-hmm. and like you just appreciate that like that's what I shoot for you just I feel like that hard work in you where it's kind of like you know what that you like you said with your cousin you know that he has that talent but mm-hmm. my talent is I can work harder than this person yeah and I think that's going to propel you to the next level in things and things that matter and you have the you have a, the voice. You know what's crazy to comment on what you just said on the yeah. hard work beats talent. When I make a song with somebody, I kid you not, I create beef in the room. Oh. Like I tell, I told my little cousin, I was like, "Nigga, your shit about to be weak." Oh. Period. You know, front line. You know, like, because that's really like, because then that puts some fire in him, like. Like what you mean about oh, okay, you okay, know okay, like yeah, yeah. so like even within it was a challenge with Benji because that one I wasn't really able to do that because I don't know if you know but he's a gospel rapper and he told me when I got there which I should have kind of thought about because I forget I forget a lot of the time <laughs> and I didn't I just forgot I'm like bro he doesn't cuss in his songs you probably didn't even realize but if you go listen to every song he's out there's not a cuss word in it not one challenge and accepted and he stands by that and he and I respected him on so many levels that he came to me about it cause you know mm. obviously he was you know coming to me so he can get his platform out yeah. there kinda and it's the same with me like any the way I look at it we're both always gonna help each other cause mm. you're obviously gonna have people that don't follow me or know me and then mm. it's going to be the same for me. So rather, a person has 100 followers or 100K, <laughs> like, either way, it's still helping one another. And <clears throat> when he came to me and he was like, because he said it in, like, the most humble way, he was like, hey, can you, like, and I was like, what? He's like, can you, like, he's like, you mind, like, not cursing? And I was like, I had already had my verse done. Like, I was, I had it with the curse words. Yeah. And... So I had to go back and change it. And he was the one that was like, just say this. And I was like, all right, well, you know, not that I don't know how to curse, but just, you know, the way the music industry is now, it's not really what you say. It's just how you present it. Very true. It sucks. I tell people all the time, like, cause people be writing me on Instagram and I felt that song, <laughs> man. Like it's really like I really have nothing else to say because like the music industry has shifted in a way mm-hmm. I never thought it'd be. Because that's why I never really wanted to do music. I was like, bro, I ain't been through this. I ain't been through that. Mm. I haven't sold this. I haven't sold that. You know. And then, boom, 
like Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. I'm like, what? You're so stupid. You know, I'm like, where, I'm like, where, like, we didn't even see it coming. And it just happened. And then here goes all the old school rappers saying hip hop is dead. Not, mm -hmm. I think Nas was the one that was like, <sighs> you know, and I don't mean to use like certain artists as an example, but that's just really, those are the world examples. Like yeah. I'm not the only one that says like this has been put on big platforms, you know? Yeah. And so like my advice to every artist, you know, up and coming and still to myself is do not overthink it. Don't get me wrong. Definitely don't just be lying in your songs. I would say, mm. but you know, every line don't got to be from the heart. You know, mm. like ever. Like I tell people, you know, two. Th this is the main, the most important thing for me on songs, which I study myself. If you can take the beat and create a melody with your words and your voice mm -hmm. <clears throat> just as catchy as the melody and the beat but offbeat i don't know how to really word it that makes that much sense but let me just put it like this okay. um vibes the <clears throat> the kind of catchier part in the beat is the da -da 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 -da, boom and it's like da -da 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 -da. and then like the way i came in you know i didn't really know what to write and I just kept listening. I was like, okay. Then I was like, vibes, vibe. And I was like, okay, that's gonna mm -hmm. be the rock. And then with the verse, it was like, da -da 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 -da. that's like the you know the melody of the beat. Mm. And I, what did I say? I was like, oh God, I'm not gonna lie. I'm about to, I'm gonna just have to play it so I can really show. Girl, people you what did. I'm talking There's about. no copyright me on this. Oh yeah, no, nah, you all good. <laughs> I just want to show you know people that I like what I'm talking about. No, 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 no. I once I get. You know, once a song gets put out, I'm on to the next. You know, I'm just a on, you know, on beat type person. But I'm going to show you exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. You see that? I cut my bag like a fish. Yeah. Okay. And then watch. Like... See what I'm talking about? Okay. Oh, yeah. It, it was in the in the chorus, but I took that into like consideration when I wrote my verse, mm -mm. and I'm like, okay, I need to come up with another melody that's catchy for people to say instead of to listen to. That's yeah. why I had to play it, you know. So that's like, you know, it's it's super super important. Hot by Young Thug and Gunna. Dun, 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 dun. Everything that you know when it's hot. Yeah. Off beat, but it's just as catchy. The melody is of that. People don't even be knowing the words a lot of the time. They're like, dun, 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 dun. Uh, like, it's. Yeah. You gotta, like, if you can get that part down, you will make a hit. And that goes for. Any level that you're at in the music industry. We just got a music lesson. Period. <laughs> I'm giving out free game. I'm not one of them selfish people. I want everybody to that win. That makes sense. Yeah. Because, so. like, once again, that song grew on me. I was like, eh. And then. <laughs> That's another song eh. I knew was. I'm not going to eh. lie. When I heard that, I was like, because I pay too much attention. I hate it, but, like, I love it at the same time. 
Young Thug posted his uh, his album track list. Mm. Lil Yachty commented and said, number four is going to blow your, like, he said it's going to blow your head off. Mm. I said, obviously, it's going to be by <laughs> Weezy. Everybody know Weezy beats are just. Producers matter. Oh, they're no, they're definitely the, and I, I hate that it's not like this, but producers are the face of the music industry. It was it me my me one of my boys were actually talking about this. It was like mad interesting. One second, it was mad interesting. It was like when Kanye, because I'm I'm a Nas fan. When Kanye produced, Kanye produced like Nas album, I was like second to last album. I was like, oh, no, this is Kanye foul. No, I'm sorry, foul. <laughs> I already know. But when um, um, but only real Kanye fans can say that. Like you can't just be hating on him for nothing. Like fair enough. I'm a huge fan of Kanye, so I feel like. Anybody my co-host a, is. My co-host is too. Anybody that's a big fan, you know, you have say. And if something's good or not, I feel like now what Kanye thinks could be different. But now his album, his gospel album, that's that shit was crazy. I haven't listened. Oh, you have to, bro. There's a song called uh, "On God." <laughs> I can't believe he made a song named that. I'm not gonna lie, but that song is just. That that hits the heart, man. That's all I'm gonna say. All I all I gotta say is when Hit Hitmaker or yeah, it was Hit Boy was on Nas's latest album. I was yeah. like, this is fantastic. Hit Boy like, is raw. I was like, no complaints. That's yeah. why he's in the Grammy. Uh, in my opinion, that's why that's why he's Hall in, of Fame. He's, that's why he's in Grammy uh, the Grammy uh, Grammy consideration this year. Yeah, exactly. Hitmaker. There's producers are just it's producers are way more talented than the artists. Let me tell you, because I've tried producing because I think I would be a great producer. The person I really look to the most, to be honest, when it comes to an inspiration for music mm-hmm. is Travis Scott because he does talk it that, all. Talk that, talk that. He records himself. He engineers himself. Like people don't even realize, like even though engineering is recording, like the word recording and the word engineering are two different things. <laughs> recording is recording and it just plays back. But the mm-hmm. engineer really goes in and makes it sound good for the world to hear and not for yeah. just himself and you know mike dean he's his engineer as well so they both do it but travis is very hands-on that's how i mm-hmm. want to be but you also got to get down step by step mm-hmm. you know i'm trying not to get ahead of myself you know because i want to do everything like i want to engineer i the real reason to do i'm trying to save money bro music is freaking expensive and i'm sure like your stuff is expensive. Like nothing in here is cheap. Like, regardless of what it is, three hundred dollars, fifty, one twenty, four hundred. I, uh, well, yeah. I already know. <laughs> Let me tell you, there's a reason I don't have all my stuff yet. <laughs> like I would just put it like that. There's a reason, like that, bro. Flat out, like I'm not on like that yet. That stuff is crazy expensive. The mic that I want, you know. Just because now the only th- reason why is because the mic I record at in my studio is a really expensive mic, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I don't want to go below. It's like a, t- it's it's like I think it's eleven to twelve thousand dollar mic. Damn. Yeah, they have yeah my it's Burn Money Studio. They have a really really nice equipment, very <clears throat> up to par like sound and everything. They're mm. the ones that did vibes, and that was actually oh. my very first time recording with them. When I did those ones. I have some other ones too okay, that okay. I did, but so, so it one foremost 
excellent job. Like I've had like I had some things I wanted to like throw at you, but I can already get a sense that you know Young Thug, Gunna, Kanye, or the people that influence you. I guess to alter it's the thing I want to kick to you mm-hmm. when you make it. It's not. It's not. You're not. It's not. And you've been correcting yourself so much. We're like you're like I'm gonna try to do this. I'm gonna do that. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. When you make it, what type of influence do you want to have in like the music community and like and or or yeah. Put them guns down. Put them guns down. All right. Like, and it's. I'm. I'm gonna be real. I'm not even talking about you know, police brutality. I'm talking about niggas. Us. You know. That's. Mm-hmm. That's a damn shame. How much we gotta deal with saying mm-hmm. R.I.P. And it don't even be from natural causes. Like it's from. No. You know. I don't. <clears throat> I'm not gonna lie. I don't really play about when it comes to these artists. But you know, I can't really talk too much on it because I don't grow. I didn't grow up the same as them. You know, there's really mm-hmm. artists out there that really grew up having to rob and shoot for what they got. Mm-mm. You know, because I'm blessed to have to be able to say <clears throat> I didn't grow up like you know in no crazy hood. You know, mm-hmm. I grew up in a good neighborhood, but I have my whole other side, my dad's side of the family grew up in that environment. Mm-hmm. But I'm not one to. <clears throat> I'm just not one to egg it on. Like, I would never get in my song and be like, yeah, I'm going to shoot some shit up. Like, you know, like, nah. Because, you, bro, y'all telling that to, like, people don't even be thinking. I don't, they might be, but I don't know. Like, I'm like, bro, lit, like, my niece and nephew listen to my music. They are four and five and seven. Mm-hmm. Why would I ever in life say something like that? Facts. You know, they know, like, my little niece and nephew they they know the words to my songs like i kid you i'm not even playing mm. they they rock with their uncle you know <laughs> they support me i truly appreciate them dearly Those but the that friends. was like that's really like all my niece and nephews you know know my music and that was probably the thing that got to me the most i'm like damn mm. i'm like i didn't realize i'm not just putting this when i say i'm putting it out to the world like it's a real thing like t- my nephew favorite song is The Box by Roddy Rich. Mm. And he knows that song word for it more than he knows mine. And so I'm like, just think of the stuff Roddy Rich saying, <laughs> she sucked a nigga, so... <clears throat> and he knows that part. <laughs> you know, so that was like a wake-up where I'm like, bro. Well, he at least he learned good house etiquette. You know what Yeah, true. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess. You know, he's going to learn it at some point. But it was just really a wake-up where I'm like, bro, this music really... Music ain't no more just going to like teenagers and above. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially with TikTok. Damn. Okay. Yeah, it's going to the younger generation. The younger generation is making these songs popular. Old Town Road. That song was mm-hmm. probably most played by like fifth graders and stuff more than it was uh, like grown adults. Mm. I don't really know too many people that are riding around, you know, too. But when they heard it, they knew it. But <laughs> kids, like, on the other that. hand, kids are like, turn that joint on. That's my shit, you know. <laughs> mm. That's my joint right there, that Old Town Road. But that just kind of sets the tone. Like, the music isn't just going to a certain crowd that you're trying to make music for. It's going to children. So when you go and make a song about killing somebody, mm. and then these kids are singing it. And then they're just in rhythm of singing it. And then they start wondering, oh, what's he talking about? Oh, this is what he's talking about. Like when so you see, for instance, you get on Instagram and you probably see a video of somebody getting killed. 
and then they start thinking that shit's tight. They're like, oh, he's really with it. Like he's he's hard for that. Mm-hmm. But then again, those people would never want to really face those things that that person that's doing that would have to face. You know, it's just like a lot of people praise a lifestyle that they would not want to live. You know, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I was doing it when I was like. 15, 16, 17 mm-hmm. years old. I was like, Chief Keith was my dog. And he still is. <laughs> but that don't like, you know, back in the day, like that was a joint. That was yeah. like, that drilled me. There was an introduction and I was like, ooh, this shit is hard. Like make you want to fight somebody when that type of song comes on. But I just want to clarify no, no. that I think that type of, you know, it's fun, but that type of music just, man, I don't want to be that guy. I'm not about to be an influence. You know, if anybody's going to say something about me when I go, it's not going to be, oh, man, yeah, he had it coming. That's all he was talking about was killing mm-hmm. people, you know. That, you know, I just don't want to be one of those. It reminds dudes. me of, you. we were kind of talking about this, uh, I don't off camera or whatever we were talking about, because like, you said you listen to, you know, podcasts and things like mm-hmm. that. I don't know, I think it was when 21 was in Atlanta, and he was talking about, about like rapping and about he's kind of like it's like a persona it's like something that I do he's kind of like and because his second album or mixtape whatever this one's mm-hmm. with Morgan Freeman on it that one he was talking about it and I was like that for the growth of 21 who actually lived that stuff and like when he's saying like keep talking about I'm from France because he can talk that stuff because he he lived that exactly. stuff and like him growing up mm-hmm. between the, between those albums and dealing with you know Ice and all that other stuff. Him having that maturity was so much as wise. Like, all right, I'm so big on 21. Like, he's, yeah, and I'm not really, I'm not a freaking diehard fan of the music, but yeah, yeah, I was just talking to my older brother about this the other day. I respect him as a as a man because of his mindset shift. Because mm-hmm. I was listening to him when he was making that kind of music, <laughs> the, the, the killer music. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, and then. To be honest, I'm going to put it like this. That's almost why I stopped listening to the, his music because it shied mm-hmm. away from his beginning stage music, you know? Mm-hmm. Which was kind of weird for me because, like, that was, like, he was, the 21 Savage was, I was rocking with him. Yeah. He had a song called Air It Out, and you already know what that means. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know? It, the chorus was Pull Up and Air It Out. I was like, all right, you know, bet. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and when it got away from that I kind of just stopped listening to him mm-hmm. but like I forever will be like I'll cheer him on because I'll never you know discourage somebody for growing yeah instead of shrinking you know cause he grew into you know a different character like I don't know if you seen the one interview where he talks about he doesn't wear chains anymore yeah uh-huh. But, like, that's huge. That's all. That's what I want to do is wear a chain. I'm not going to lie, you know. So, to see someone at his level that has more than enough money. Like, just think about all the money he has and he saves by not having that. It's almost kind of like, you know how, I don't know, you know, your parents and things I bring. You know, they say, like, a wealthy person, you know, doesn't wear their worth. Where it's kind of like, like, I don't think, by no means, like, I feel like. 
if anyone like to be honest with you, I want like a bottom grill. I don't know if you know who like Guab Dad Four Thousand is. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do rag king. <laughs> like I want one. I just want one bottom grill. Like I feel like you can have one chain. Where it's almost kind of like. And my thing is my affinity is Latin women, so I want my one like you know it ain't gotta be a chico chain, but I can have like you know my I'll, chain. I'll say that I don't think I've never really understood that part where people just shame people for you know showing off their success. That's that's really uh, you know what when people you know that chain is like a trophy. You know it's not really just you know uh, let me throw it in your face type thing. I think it's a congratulations moment, like you know. This is what I worked for, you know. I can buy this ten times if I wanted to, but I only got it once, you know. I think it's like count. I think it's. I I'll agree to disagree with that because it's. I'm trying. Th- I'm trying to think of like someone who's like, who's mega like. They've earned their shit. They earned the right to talk their shit, but this is kind of like just annoying. It's like thank you. It's almost kind of like Kim Kardashian telling us like, yes, I'm gonna do this like yes we know you're rich thank you right. like stop rubbing it in our faces we're just kind of like oh oh coronavirus is so hard for me no it's not you can go to an island we are in a three bedroom no let me walk you were in a one bedroom apartment we can't social distance or shit like that so no, that i think it's good. how people portray themselves like and it gets wild or it's kind of like cardi b she can talk about if she yeah, I have the money to buy this, so you can't shame me for buying this. You mm-hmm. know, stuff like that. Yeah. So I feel like it's context. How is, like, we talk about delivered. Yeah. The wor- the craziest thing that I didn't realize mm-hmm. until it actually happened, I will say is, I was trying, I was thinking, and I was one of the people, too, that was like, man, bro, shut up if you got a million dollars and you're over here talking about the pandemic's hard for you. And then I had a second thought. I was like, damn, when I think about it, to think about all the stuff that they do mm-hmm. every single day, like they're celebrities, you know, they're always doing a walkthrough. They're always doing an interview. They're always mm-hmm. doing a pop-up. pop. And then for them to have to just sit in the house was probably a wake-up call for them. I'm still, I'm still on the defense that it wasn't hard for them to sit no, in the no, mansion. No, no. I'm just, I can't picture that being too tough, you know? I love your perspective, because let's even um, go even further with it, where it's almost kind of like, I think Ellen was talking about this is more tougher than, like, than prison, right? Like, it's it kind of like context matters, where it's kind of like, you have acres to chill on. Where That's like, disrespectful to say. Exactly. Like, it's difficult. We want to acknowledge, like you're saying, like, th- this is why you're cool. We want to acknowledge that that is tough yeah. for you, but you just... You have to say it in a tasteful way. Like, don't ever say that because, you know, like, there is people sitting in prison for the rest of their life. Do you want to go sit there, you know, while you quarantine and really see? Prison ain't nothing like no mansion. Not that I've been there and I, you know, cross my heart, hope to die that I never have to go there. No, you're prison. I thought you were talking about the mansion. Yeah, prison. Oh, yeah, no, prison. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't last a day. I've always told people, I, I don't think I could spend two weeks in there. I go ahead and just end it all. If somebody told me I had to spend some years oh, in prison, oh, oh, I'm oh. not. I, I don't think I can go to jail. So, th- but that's also why I moved the way I do, because mm-hmm. I never get myself in a position again to ever have to sit down, you know, and waste time in my life, you know. Well, but, speaking upon how you move, you know, with the time we have left, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna shift the our uh, terrain because yeah. you know how you move. 
I notice a couple of things. You know, you're part of a very special community, the faithful black male community. Yes, sir. <laughs> Always. Yep. <laughs> and, Say you know, that. You know, black men don't cheat. You know what I'm nope, saying? Not at all. Yeah, not at all. 110%. Exactly. I just, you know, I'm not going to lie. Uh, Tell I'll us just about that. Put it like this. When I look back on having hoes stage, mm. that shit is worthless. <laughs> Whoa. Like, you like really think, like, you know, it's the whole, it's cool, the whole having sex with whoever you want, you mm. know, but it's just like when you really think about it, like, you know, I mean, to be honest, I, I'll say if you're a, a single millionaire and you just, doing whatever you feel you got all the money it's probably lit you know but to not be growing that's Tyler Perry he ain't got nobody well, he's I don't know about yeah Tyler Perry's his own dude he kind of he moves his own way I don't know but I'm gonna just say I will say that to look back on that time period of my life it was uh just a lost moment because that was that part of me was when my dad died so I was, man, I was acting a fool. I was all over the place. I wasn't mm. even thinking about nothing I was mm. doing, to be honest. And I just, I'm just glad I'm at the space that I'm at now, mm. you know, to be able to like go and come as I please when it comes to having a partner, you know, and I don't mm. got to look over my partner's shoulder about mm. nothing, you know, even though we pump heads about stuff, you know, I done mm. did things, they did things like, but the importance of it is that you can trust to grow from it. Yeah, yeah. Instead of, you know, instead of beating each other up about it, you know, it's just a different. It's a it's just a different world. I feel like it's just nice, you know, to not have to worry about freaking giving attention to twenty different girls. Mm-hmm. Versus, that's a headache if you ask me. <laughs> sounds, sounds like, sounds like, <laughs> like just you know dealing with one is a lot less stressful. You know, it still has the stress in it. Like I'll say, the quarantine part, uh, when quarantine hit, yeah. that was probably the toughest thing. I don't know about for my part, but I know for me it was because I ain't never spent that much time around a girl consistently. Okay, until I got forced to. Because I was also, I was one of the ones that freaked out instantly because of my mom, you know. Mm-hmm. I already lost my dad, so I was like, I'm not mm-hmm. about to put my mom at risk. I'm, you know, working and stuff, and through mm-hmm. the pandemic, yeah, I don't want to bring nothing back to my mom, so I was staying with my girl. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, then the pandemic happened, or not the pandemic, the quarantine part of the pandemic happened, and then we had to stay in the house. Mm. In an apartment. You know, there's only two places you can go in a one bedroom, or three places. There's the kitchen, the room, and the living room. You better make the most of all of those. How, how's you make it work? How'd you how'd y'all make it work? It was just, it was no different from us having to get used to those masks. I'll put it like that. Ooh. It was like, look, nigga, this is what y'all got to do now, <laughs> so you're gonna do it. That's really, it was because at first I was like, you know, day like three or four, I was like about to go crazy. I'm like, bro, I'm not used to this, you know? And at the same time, but at the same time, like, man, if this is something I'm investing time, Mm. you know, into, 
as time is a crucial thing, the older you get, I'm like, might as well try to make it work. Because I'm not going to lie, like, it was real unexpected uh, how me and my girl are. Because we, we were really just at a bad place, you know, a bad head headspace when we first got around each other. Mm-hmm. And Talking about, like, first time in a relationship? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Well, we weren't in a relationship, uh, like, at that time. We were just, like, we just met each other. And then we went from meeting each other to just, like, kicking it more. And then it just turned... <laughs> It turned, <laughs> it turned into what it turned into. But we really like both. Like we're in no condition to be trying to date into somebody. I'll put it like that. Mm. And I'm just proud that both of us were able to. Uh, when it came down to it, we we knew what we both needed to stop playing about and cut off, and we just locked in. It was no different from a studio session to me. You know, mm-hmm. like when it's time to lock in, it's time to lock in. And we both, you know, were very verbal with each other. Like, look, we're going to mess with each other. This got to stop and this got to stop. And that went for both of us. And when it came down to yeah. it, I was real surprised because I ain't never been no nigga to be like, you know, I got to stop what I'm doing. Like, I'm always be me, you know, for the, for the mill. <laughs> Because I say this all the time, and I feel like people, I want, just for the male listeners that are listening right now, and the females who try to understand us as dudes, uh-huh. what made you want to, she's not here, she can't speak for herself, what uh-huh. made you want to lock in with her? Because, like you said, hoes mad, you can have all that, but this was the one that you're like, I'm locking in for sure. It was really, to be honest, it was probably the first time. Because you got to think, at the time that we almost stopped talking, we weren't together. Mm. And it got to a point where we were just like, I'll just put it like this. She was doing what she was doing, and I was doing what I was doing. And when I was getting caught up with what I was doing, Mm. it was like a reality check. She was straight up. She was like, look, nigga. This was right. This was right. She didn't say nigga. This right. That's just my lingo. But this was right before the new year. Wait, she's not black, right? No, she's Tongan. There we go. She's from the Bay Area. So. I, I want you to know. I was like, I'm trying to put that. Thing. But anyway, that's not in there. Yes, she doesn't say that. Yeah, Tongan's is cool, too. That's yeah. why I really ride with yeah. So, But she was really just like, she's like, look, you... I'm not going nowhere. I'm trying to do things in life. You know, I'm young. I'm trying to get things started. So 2020 coming up, it's not happening. Me and you ain't about to be, you know, we can just be cool, you know, because you're just acting up. And I swear to God, like, I never, when that was said, and I was like, I was like, bro, this this shit I'm doing ain't worth, you know kicking her to the side, you know, mm-hmm. even though I wasn't looking at her as a girlfriend, it was really just like a keep me in your life or you can keep what you're doing in your life. You know, it was one of those things. Like it wasn't really a choose me as your girlfriend or mm-hmm. stop doing what you're doing. It mm-hmm. was just like, keep me in your life. And yeah, I kind of just, I'm not going to lie. Like when it was said to me, I just hung the phone up. I was like, bro, whatever. And then I really like just yeah. thought about it because I was hard headed. Like I've always been hard headed. So it was just like, uh, just a moment where I was just like, damn, bro. Like, do I really just want to choose some stupid shit over 
you know, somebody I could potentially like grow with and do bigger things with, you know, cause I'm at that point I'm starting, I was thinking about life. I wasn't really thinking about girls too much. Mm. I was thinking about ahead. Like I studied, I do too much studying on, you know, creation and entrepreneur stuff and, you know, owning type activity like I was thinking of that too much to keep doing just foolish stuff that wasn't going to help me get there and I seen where she was going with it because we made a like a like a pat with each other mm-hmm. and crazy thing is that's the I'm not going to say the only reason but I'm going to say 85% of the reason why vibes came out was because of that pat me and her made mm-hmm. she had to get her shit done and I told her I was like if you do that Cause she heard all my music and she was like, bro, you're actually like good. Like you need to, Mm -hmm. you know, take it serious. And I was like, all right. I was like, well, you stop what you're doing and get your shit started Mm -hmm. and I'll put vibes out. And sure enough, vibes turned out to be the biggest song for me ever. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. That's That's how it all tied back. Because... It's actually so funny talking to one of my, you know, homeboys about the studios last night. She's well as, hey, I'm the go-to person for, you know, relationships. Like, people talking about that. But it will always be a constant of people balancing when you're in a partnership, whether it's, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, partnership, marriage, anything like that. It's -hmm. a fight to stay one, but it's also a fight to, you know, be two individual people. And then... Literally, the imagery that I was getting when you were talking about is literally like two people coming together because you're right. If you don't work on your individual self and if she doesn't work on her individual self, the whole kingdom and empire that empower empire they're trying to build mm-hmm. as a relationship will falter because you have your half, she has her half. That's the work. And yeah. People are so afraid to do that it's, fucking work. It's, and it's hard because I was afraid to, to be honest. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not gonna lie. I've really never been the one to just be all in for a person. Mm. I'm not. I'm a go ahead and put it out there. Like Talk I that was faithful shit. Black yeah, man. I was always. I was never just always the one to just you know put all my cards in one basket. I was mm. like you know, I need to have options. You know, for my mm. life. And yeah, I was like shit. Might as well. You know, if she's trying to have her options with me then maybe I should try to have options with her because, you know, we just kind of, we just kind of had similar things that went on in our life, you know? And she was probably the first person because a lot of the people I've dealt with, you know, ain't really been through nothing. Mm. And I hate to say it like that, but, you know, if you can't relate to a person, there ain't no relationship. (laughs) That's relate, that's, you know, a, that's the first part of the word. That's a clip. Yeah, like, you know, and she was dealing with something and I was dealing with something. We were both dealing with something dramatic at the exact same time. Mm. Craziest thing ever. It, kind, it was weird because, like, it was like both those things just kind of stirred us away from everything that was going on and then put us, like, right next to each other. It was so weird how it happened, but... I'm glad it did, to be honest, because I'm a lot more focused and uh, content with how I perform, you know, with life and how I move and how I, how strategic I am about music. 
like everybody always wonders how certain things happen with me. Like, cause I don't drop a lot. Like, hmm? I I dropped vibes this year. That was it. That was the only song I dropped. Hmm. Like, that's all I have to show for this year. But I had a billboard, you know, in Los Angeles, California. That's where my dad grew up. That was huge for me. Mm -hmm. I had tons of thousands of plays on the song. 86 countries. I can't ask for nothing more. Over almost 700 playlists I touched. But, man, it, it, it cost money to get into those. Don't get me wrong. But the fact is to get people to keep playing it because then those play those two playlists that I paid to be in Mm. got me to almost 700. I even touched the algorithm playlist and that's the, that's the playlist that you can't pay to get into. That is Spotify's very own playlist. And if they see, you know, tons of traffic, they they'll throw it in if you're lucky. I couldn't. I didn't even know what it was till it happened. You know, I was checking playlists. And I was like, "Why is it this was the only playlist I can't touch mm-hmm. on the Spotify for artists? It was the only one I can't touch and look into and see how many likes it had. Like it was the official shit. Like the Spotify only can look at this type activity. So that was just huge for for me for this year. That was a real big moment. Damn. Yeah, almost eighty thousand views so plays like i said i told you the numbers in my other songs like and the crazy thing is uh, have you heard drip like rain mm-hmm. you know who that was produced by Mm-mm. wheezy what yeah, from hot by young thug and gunna that's <laughs> what he he did me a solid i'll, I'll tell that story because i haven't really been able to tell that i was in it for the anime references but <laughs> i kid you not man so wow. he he had like 400 followers on Twitter, on his old Twitter, mm. and I followed him on it. And I'm just a, I'm a go getter when it comes to the music. I know tons of people in the music industry. Mm. Uh, I just don't got the money to get with him like that yet. But it's gonna come. I'm glad I have the connections built, mm. so when the time comes, it's gonna be like that. But mm. moral of the story, I was following him on Twitter, and. I was always sending the messages like I was looking like a, a thirsty I don't know what like I kid you not just messages like I fuck with you bro like keep grinding and then on Instagram I was always in his lives every single one had the notifications on Dang. and this was for like two and a half years bro like I kid you not like since I was 17 I was doing it with him like always in his lives, just commenting, fire emojis, keep grinding. Like I'm telling him stuff he like that a person at that level could be telling me. I'm telling him. Yeah. And I kid you not, like one day I was messaging him and I was like, bro, I'm trying to work, blah, blah, blah. Let me know if there's anything I could do. And this just so happened to be at the exact time he dropped. I didn't realize that he was the one on all of like Young Thug stuff from like the barter and stuff Mm -hmm. I didn't know Wheezy was the one doing those beats like I had no clue I just knew of Wheezy and then he dropped a song he that he produced and it was a Quavo Shadow to God and Lil Uzi Vert and Lil Uzi Vert's like my top of the line that's like my favorite artist and I sent him a 
congratulations. I was like, bro, word, like, that's love, bro. Like, this is a slap. Mm-hmm. And he, he, like, just met, he just messaged me back one day. Like, I was shook. But he only responded to the work message part. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, shoot me your number, blah, 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 and I'm going to see what I can do. Not to mention, bro, I was 18 at this time. Like, Damn. I think I was working at Papa Murphy's, I think. I was getting, like, no two, like, probably $200 checks every, like, two weeks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And then he told me his price. Dog, I almost fell out of my chair. He told, <laughs> let me just tell you, and I can proof, like, proofread this. Because Gunna even said it. And I thought I was the only one who knew. He told me that his beats were $50,000. Off tops. I was like, okay. Well, you're telling somebody that has 130 followers that they need to come out at $50,000. Not that I didn't think he was worth it because his beats are amazing. Yeah. And sure enough, I texted him. And this is the craziest thing ever how it happened. Mm. I'll put it like this. I FaceTimed him when he gave me his number, like about a few weeks later. Of course, he didn't know who it was. I'm like, hey, bro, this is Mike, you know, from from Twitter, from blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He's like, oh, what's good, bro? He's like, what's the word? And I was like, you know, I'm trying to work. And he goes, what's your budget? And I was like, I could probably give you like 250 the phone just hung up. I ain't even finished my sentence. Never heard from him. This is how it came about. My boy Mickey took my phone two years later. And he was asking, like, bro, do you still like talk to Weezy? I was like, nah, not really. Not since he hung up on me. Like, I was just ashamed at that point. My boy Mickey took my phone, called him back. I didn't even think he would have the same number because this, at this point he's way bigger. Yeah. Because this is after. Drake and Lil Baby's uh, Yes Indeed song at this point. Ten times bigger. Like, you probably don't even know the first song I was talking about. Like, but you know that song, that Yes Indeed song. Like, Drake's leaded his tour with that song. And Mickey called him on the phone, on my phone. It was like, hey, bro, this is Mike. You know, I got a better budget now. I'm trying to work. Like, he was playing around. And he was like, all right, bet. Mickey hung the phone up, and that was it. That was it right there. Nothing was said. And I kid you not, like, three weeks goes by. I start getting text messages from him. I was thinking, I was like, who the hell is this Wheezy dude? I totally forgot about the whole thing. And it was him. He was like, yo, yo. I had no, I kid you not, I really didn't remember what I was getting messaged by him for. And he was like, you trying to work? Like, you said you had a bigger budget. I'm like, what the hell did Mickey get me into? I'm like, what? How did you pay for this? I was like, what? I'm like, why are you hitting me up? (laughs) Kid you not, bro. I told him the budget. I was like, most I could do is five thousand. I was like, but it ain't gonna be up front. I can't real. I was like, nigga, just you need to be real for a second, bro. Like, you you know, I just had I just had to be bluntly honest because I feel like that's the only way you can get your point across to those people at that high of level. Kid you not, he didn't even make me give him five. He cut me a deal for $1,500. And that's how I got that drip like rain beat. Young Thug even has a snippet somewhere on YouTube. Somebody sent it to me. It has a snippet to that exact same beat. 
like a song of Young Thug to that exact same beat. Like that's how I knew it was a confirmation that it was really him. Because yeah. I obviously knew because I FaceTimed, but like how I know three years later if it's still him. But he's a real dude, bro. He he definitely hit his whole his brother, mm-hmm. Tana, his mom, his like whole family uh, messes with me. Like we're like we're not like this, but like we all know each other and I, yeah. his mom swipes up on all my stuff on Instagram, like always showing love, you know, she's always supporting his brother's always supporting me. So I have like a real nice little family tie. I'm actually guys praying to God I make it, but I got, um, this is about a year ago now, not a year ago, like mm. seven ish months ago. Uh, he talked to me about being on his album that comes out this then next year that comes out next year oh shit exclusive and yeah <laughs> yes yeah, sir and i'm ho- i'm hoping i make it i have the beat and everything for when it's time he already sent me the beats to you know get on it's not a guarantee it is a uh a what is it called when you i try out i don't know but it's the song yeah. with his brother so i'm almost Almost sure I think I'll sneak my way on there, cause like Gunna's gonna be on there, Drake's gonna be on there. Wait a second, I think wait 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 that's not that's not off it's not gonna be off. Uh, I why do I why do I feel like I know what you're talking about? Not Drake's new album's coming out with that that one because I feel like because I have to stay up to date with like popular culture things mm-hmm. and things like that. But I that sounds so familiar in like a fucking article. That Drake's album? No, not Drake's album. Or Weezy's album. Weezy's album. Yeah, he's coming out with a producer album. Yeah, like one hundred ten percent. Juice yeah. World's on it. Okay, yeah. I don't think I wait. I I think I've read something about. Yeah, that. you yeah you definitely have because and there's a track list and everything. No, nah, there's not a track right? list. Okay, now there's probably a like a you know people. They say they say they say who's going to be on the album. Yeah, the the ones I can a hundred percent tell you. Gunna's gonna be on there. That's a fact. <laughs> Thug is gonna be on there. Mm-hmm. Yak Gotti. I don't know if you know Yak Gotti. He's like Yak Gotti or Yo Gotti. Yak Gotti. No. He's one of he's he's a real one. He's one of the dudes that took a hit for them and sat down and they made sure he was straight when he got out. Okay. Yeah. He's one. He's one. He's one that will always be taken care of by them. Um, Tana will be on there, which is Weezy's older brother. Okay. Um, who else? Nav, obviously. all the uh, pretty much all of whoever's yeah. dealing with YSL will be on there. I think, uh, I think Drake might be on there. I can't guarantee that one. Drake's a pop up type guy. Like nobody can really ever confirm too much on him. But there's gonna be a huge amount of big name artists other than the ones I named. Those are just the majority of the people I can just tell you 100 percent who will not not be on the album. But the album is gonna be amazing because yeah. he's gonna he's gonna go to work on those beats. I can't wait to hear him. Well, we got maybe like two three minutes. I do want to just drop a couple things on you because um, I know we weren't able like to you know talk about anything mental health related, but I just want to say that your spirit like literally is mad contagious and like. Not to be like very gimmicky, mm-hmm. but it's just like it reminds me of like the not just it reminds me of myself or my younger self where I was like I'm gonna keep Go ahead, doing talk your shit. I'm like, no. 
It just real. reminds me of my younger self. It was just like, yeah. I just have like a different version of it. And it's kind of like, so many people are afraid to like, take that step to do something where like, like the most courageous people in this world are mm-hmm. people who are, are afraid, but they still move with that fear. And even when your story, you're telling me doing all that stuff, put an opportunity you had them on the phone the second time, feed them with that real stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, even though we probably won't cover mental health or anything like that, I just want to say that's some dope stuff. Thank and, you, man. and my thing is no matter what happens next year, no matter what, I hope you keep that same energy because I know just from this, just from this pure conversation, this pure conversation, mm-hmm. I know you are going to be there. And my thing is, I hope that we can laugh about this very first interview. And then when I have you on my bigger wanna, platform, yeah, we and when both going to be big. And when I have you, when you have your third album, I'm like, remember this, this, yeah. this fucking stuff? No, it's going to be a, what's going on, man? It's, like, it's I ain't gonna, zero two hero, like you know? Facts. It's going to be like zero, man. What's up with it, man? I'm mean, like, hey, you Back know again. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I, I like to speak things into existence. You have to. Like, manifest. I'm real huge on that. You know, because... Take us out. Take us out. Drop the last you really Because you really just don't know. Like, you really got to just vision it for yourself. Actually, aside of vision, you just got to speak it, you know? Because mm-hmm. when you speak on negativity, you know, the more you speak on it, the more it starts happening, you know? Mm-hmm. The way I've been putting it lately is the world is handling the negative part mm-hmm. for us right now, you know? Mm-hmm. It's up to us to do the positive part. Mm. You know, people always ask me, how are you so positive? I'm like, bruh, you don't see what's going on right now? You think I'm about to be, you know, shit's going crazy right now. This is the worst, by far the worst year that everybody I think has seen. You know, not only that, it's a, it's a, a world shift. And I don't want people to get this confused with toxic positivity. This is not, for, for me at least. Yeah, not at all. Because he's hopeful but he also he's also speaking that real like i have to do this i have to do this he's like rob i can't shoot today because i got stuff to do i have i have to do this yeah that's not toxic positivity not at all you're just you're being realistic but also so hopeful yes the my it's all in the head it's a mindset like i have a million things i could be negative about but you know i still get to wake up every day Mm -hmm. and try to make things happen you know I feel like that right there is a pretty big blessing. You know, there's mm. people that can't even walk. You know, there's people True. that are blind, deaf. I'm not any of those. Mm. You know, neither are you. Uh, and, yeah, I'm just real big on not taking life for granted because I've seen too many, too many real ones, mm. you know, leave the world, you know. And so, yeah, I'm just trying to you know no, I, take it day by day I'm trying to live life slow I'm hey, not trying to live fast I'm trying to be like you I'm trying to be like you and let's just say this and this and Mike I feel like you're the true embodiment when I say this when I'm working with someone when people come in you know what you need you need to do to get healthy mm-hmm. but you have to believe what you're going to do is going to make you so you have so much it just gushing belief that you're going to be where you need to be. I just, you're going to be that. Like, I, Thank you, man. I just, you're, you're there. Thank you. 
Thank you. I feel like spiritually I'm at probably the best I've ever been. I'm not going to lie, though. You definitely uh, rub off a real positive vibe. and Like vibes? <laughs> Say that, you know. I'm going to just keep real, bro. When I like vibes, like people be asking what that song, I'm like, dude, it's exactly what it says. Vibes, like every type of vibe in the world. Mm-hmm. I just put it like this. You can do anything to that song. You could turn it on in a party. You could you could smoke to it. You can drink to it. Mm-hmm. You can get nasty to it. You can do all. You can do every every sort of vibe that you can think of. I truly believe you can do to that song. So that's why I'm just like. That's why I was so proud of why I didn't. I didn't want to take no light away from that song for this year. So I really just because I already know next year is gonna be a huge year. I'm dropping Mac like crazy amount of. Few singles to jump the year off. Mm-hmm. A tape album later in the year, like it's about to be a wild year. It's gonna be a stressful one, but man, I just want to say I, you know, just I just want to say number one, thank you so much for you taking time out of your Same day. You. Thank you, um, for having me and you know dropping the exclusive yes, information sir. always. But more, most importantly, um, hey, I appreciate you sharing your passion and what you're passionate about man like that's really really what i want people thank you man i appreciate that see question did you say you were you said did you say you were a therapist outside of here mm-hmm. okay that okay that makes a whole i i was i knew i wasn't tripping i was like there's no way he can talk this well <laughs> you know like you you talk good you know like you have uh a real presentable conversation you know like you can bring out conversation out of people. Like if I was just a quiet person, like say I wasn't the way I was and I was super quiet, like you could get me to start, start talking. Yeah. There, I would just say this, my, my passion, like I thought I was going to be a child psychologist and then I got my heart broken by my college ex and things like that. And the movie that saved my life was hitch. I was like, I want to, be in a position and role that no so no one else to experience the hurt that I did and I was like oh people don't respect matchmakers so I need to you know do something more prestigious and I was like I can be a couples counselor and then I was like then I can be a matchmaker on the side which I'm doing stuff coming out very soon yes sir <laughs> but it's just almost kind of like I want to help people get on the path of life where they're going where it's kind of like let's just say if you want to be the janitor and you just like that's all I want to do I want to make sure that you're doing that to the best of your abilities. And I feel like if people are really doing the things that they're passionate about, true to their soul, then we'll have a better world that we will live in. And like, now that I'm going back and um, listening to all the uh, music and things like that that you put out, you're right. I was like, there's no, like, I made, I made the assumption that there was probably like gun vines and things in there. There, mm-hmm. there wasn't. There was, and my thing is, when you spoke, like, it's like the shifts in your eyes. Like, people have, like, a gloss that go over eyes. When you said that shit, I felt that shit. And my thing is, that's what's going to set you apart from any other person. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that, man. Thank you. Just to touch on that little part, I actually have a... I'm not, gonna, I'm not sure if it's going to be my lead single, but I have a single that's going to come out. I might jump the year off with it. It's called Trenched Up. And the very first line... Of it is I could have went to the trenches. 
period. Like, I easily could have mm-hmm. took a different route, but I chose something else. And it's, it's, see, the thing is, like, I, I make my soft hearted music hard, like, turned up, you know? <laughs> like, actually, like, it's crazy. Like, you would never think, like, you can just, you know, take some stuff that, you, like, the exact same way I, like, I could have put these exact words on the vibes beat. But this beat is crazy. Hey, I I really don't feel this old for an old nigga. Nah, <laughs> ninety years old is old to me. I tell everybody. <laughs> I tell fifty year olds ninety. When you're ninety, that you can go ahead and call yourself old. Let's just say this: I don't want to do like this big brother, little brother type of thing from one person to another. I just want to say, literally, from your skills and talent. Because my show is not, like, my thing is, we come with, if I don't like certain stuff, I'm not going to lie, Cap, but I truly enjoy you, I truly enjoy your music, and most importantly, I truly enjoy your spirit, and my, uh, I will say from the jump, no matter what, you have a fan, and if you need me for anything, (laughs) mental health, hey, well, I can't be your therapist for you, your girl, but you know, I I can talk to people on the back end, you know. What no, I mean? yeah, we we, we would gladly come and you know just <laughs> sit and talk, you know, because it's always nice to get other people's perspectives because it's not always about ours. Because what if we're thinking wrong, and we can get somebody else's, you know? I will be working with couples like in this kind of format. Who knows? Maybe some more. Because my thing is like you like you said. I for me, I want to pay this back to you because you didn't have to do this. No, you didn't have to do it. I'm not. I tell you, like I tell everybody else, I'm not like, you know. Everybody thinks because I don't know if everybody thinks this, but because of the followers, they think I'm somewhere. I'm like, bro, I just, I at 23, I just got out my mom's house less a little bit over a month ago. So, you know, I'm real humble with everything. You know, I'm never one to think I'm too above. You know, so. I'm just always, yeah, I'm just always thankful about well, everything. We've we've had a lot of truths on here. So we had to have Mike come here laying them down. And my thing is, if you haven't heard him, I would say uh, you got to check out Vibes. Right, Please it's a, do. It's a total vibe. Please and then do. most importantly, um, because I'll be the first person to say this, he is, his spirit will transcend his music because if you follow this dude, you will learn and and like hear some dope stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely some stuff I've taken from you already from just, you know, preparing for you. And man, this has been cost you missed a fucking great interview. Look at you. Thank you, man. Uh, <laughs> this has been play no games. Play no games. <laughs> play no games, baby. Mike the truth. Thank you so much. Appreciate y'all. Hey. Man, appreciate you. Thank you, thank you. No doubt. Gotta get it though. You probably wondering if I think of you. Sorry, I'm for the bag right now. Yeah, I'm for the bag right now. Yeah, for the bag that I never had. Yeah, you probably mad right now. Yeah, I got a two piece now. Shit, I think they call them groupies now.